welcome to this week's episode of Do You Still Like Me? The podcast for the unhinged. I'm going to start that again because I said the podcast. I think it's a podcast, isn't it? (laughs) I think so, yeah. (laughs) Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Do You Still Like Me? A podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. My name, as always, is Jace. And my name sometimes is (laughs) Ree. Depending on if you're getting in trouble from your mum or not. It, it honestly depends on what I'm doing, but most of most of the time it's re. <laughs> How uh, has your week been, my darling? Oh, welcome to checking off a box on the bingo. Re complains <laughs> about work. Okay. Um. <laughs> bingo. <laughs> Okay, not not so much complaining about work, but like to let you know how my week has been. Basically, um, I think I mentioned this last week, but if I hadn't, um, at work we had a new um, like portal launch at work today, and a new app for our our drivers. Mm-hmm. I work for a I work uh, tech support for a courier company, um, so it's been very busy. A lot of customers coming to me being like, I don't know how to do it now. It's changed. Burr, burr, burr. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, have you read the manual that I sent you when we changed this over? And they'll be like, no. And I'll be like, can you read it first? <laughs> read it first and then come back to me if you still have questions then. And a lot of setting up new customers because quite uh, quite wonderfully, this has actually brought us some new business because we've we've changed some things. We've gone over to biodegradable satchels now, which is very cool. Um, Love so, that. yeah, people are, people are loving it. People are frothing it. And uh, <laughs> oh, I have God. been, I've been busy as shit, but I, I feel like uh, I say that every week, but I've been particularly busy this week because I've had to deal with uh, people who don't know how technology works, which is fair. Hmm. You know, I feel like boomers just kind of usually get their spouses or kids to do stuff for them most of the time. Yeah. Uh, so it's, I have felt like I have gained... Many annoyed parents. I've already got two parents that are frequently annoyed at me. I don't need more. But it's that's a found how- family, <laughs> but you don't want I mean, them. I mean, on a- actually, no, two and a half parents because I've got a mum, a dad and a stepdad. So I guess, yeah, I've gained a bunch more. So that's very fun. But at least the week is done. I'm, I'm actually, uh, I'm recording from my lounge room today because that's where I actually work from. And I already had my stuff down here. So I was like... I'll set up down here. We'll record down here. I'm close to the kitchen so I can get water and a cheeky beer uh, <laughs> and just unwind on my Friday and talk to my best mate, Jace, and ask oh. Jace, how has your week been? Uh, we in Queensland, mm-hmm. uh, my area, uh, yep. we are in lockdown now. We haven't been... In a You've proper lockdown us. for quite some time. We You've have, joined I mean, us. It is said that Brisbane is 20 years behind the rest of Australia. So Very fair. it's bound to happen. <laughs> we have, uh, we're recording this on Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. I am so fucking tired. I have two children, as most of you know, a nine-year-old and an 11-year-old, and it's back at uh they've done at home learning again so now i have to make sure that they're doing work and mm. all of that kind of stuff and i'm just not 
the reason that I haven't homeschooled these children ever is because I cannot do it. Yeah. And now I know that there are so many uh, people, caregivers of children in the world or in Australia and also the world before that are doing it and have been doing it. We did it last year. It was hell. I'm just so fucking tired. You would not believe. And I know it's only been a week and I know Melbourne's been in it for six months. Sydney's been in it for a few weeks, but God, I can't do it. I (laughs) cannot, I can't, I can't do the at home learning. We, so us here in Sydney, we've been in lockdown for roughly a month. You're allowed to whinge to me. Because I'm not one mm. of those self-righteous pricks who's about to be like, oh, but I've had it so much worse. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> because like you really need to look at it. it it's really a case-by-case basis. Some people mm-hmm. are going to have a way easier time than other people, regardless of whether they're in lockdown for a week or a month or however long, just because of the different resources that people have, the different uh living situations that people have whether or not people are disabled if they're on centrelink or not Mm -hmm. like fucking rant away just because i've been in lockdown longer i don't give a shit i don't have two kids to take care of see i know all that and i even i even said it on on twitter yesterday because there's been a lot of people that i've seen that have shown up on my timeline that have been very uh i have it worse um you've only been in it for so-and-so days and it's just like, well, just like we've, we've talked about before, people having different pain thresholds, people have different stress thresholds as well. You can't measure, you can't measure the stress of lockdown in time. It's like you said, a case by case basis. Some people deal with stress better than others and it doesn't matter. Like, the way that my brain and your brain work is it comes fast and it comes hard. Oh, oh hey, yep. hey. Uh, <laughs> hey. hey. But it all happens at once, it feels like. It, there's no, with our emotions, there's not really a buildup. It's sort yeah, of. Yeah, it's just boom. Yeah. We're there. Pie to and the face. It's, it sucks. But I wasn't yeah. thinking about myself when I posted that tweet. I was just thinking about people in general uh, suffering. Yeah. Uh, suffering again. We're talking about suffering. That should be on the bingo board. Um, <laughs> I mean, I feel like that plays into the trauma. True. The trauma box. Traums. But trauma box is what I call my vagina. Sorry. <laughs> had to i had to <laughs> never apologize okay uh i've been doing homeschooling and it fucking sucks this week has just been yes the teachers sending worksheets next week it's gonna be well we don't know for sure if we're gonna be in a lockdown next week mm. but i did hear rumors mm. that they are waiting until queensland has zero cases before they lift the lockdown which is fair we had 10 new yep. cases last night so i don't think it's gonna happen so i think there's gonna be another week at home at least that's when they do the blackboard learning that's what they use a an application type thing where you got to log in i've heard of blackboard yeah yeah and last year it was hell we had to log in every session the kids had lessons at the same time then we had two old laptops that were struggling but they made it work this time we don't have those laptops we have one computer which michael uses for work in uni uh 
So the mm. kids can't use that. Their iPads are on their last legs because they're very, mm-hmm. very old. I have ADHD, BPD, depression, anxiety. I'm mentally disabled. I'm not mentally disabled. <laughs> I'm physically, physically disabled physically and mentally disabled. disabled. And mentally you just Ill. straight up, you just straight up fucked, Jace. Come oh, on, mate. just tell it like it is. You're a bit fucked. of a dissy bee. You're a piece disabled. <laughs> You're a piece of shit. Is oh, what I'm are. a junk car. I re- I'm like the car. Yeah. I'm like the cars that people try and sell knowing that they're not roadworthy. That's how I feel. Yeah. yeah. Like someone selling a car for like, you know, a couple hundred bucks on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, that's, how that's we work. me. That's me. That is us as people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but my kids also a neurodivergent, ADHD, autistic. Michael's also ADHD. He works. He does uni. And I don't know how we are supposed to manage this. And I know it's hard for everyone. And I know people have been doing it longer. And I know that people homeschool every day. Some Like a lot of people do homeschooling by choice every day. I'm not cut out for it. I'm not cut out for it. This week was hell. I didn't make them do the worksheets because also we don't have a printer. So I can't print out the worksheets. <sighs> Yeah, I've been getting them to do reading eggs, which is uh, educational sort of um, reading and spelling game type thing. And we've been doing a lot of art and things like that. I'm not, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. We did one lesson that they set. They said that they wanted the children to paint rocks. So we did that this afternoon. And then the cat jumped onto the table and stepped in the paint and then we had to chase the cat around and try and clean his paws which he didn't like and then I was googling will this kill my cat it's like we might just do little vomits and so now I'm prepared to find the vomits from him licking the paint off his little paws and I feel just I know that it doesn't sound like too much but it's just it's too much for me My face is hot. I feel sunburned. Like when I get overworked and overwhelmed. So if I go out for an hour maybe and my back is in a lot of pain, I'll come home, I'll lie down, I'll be in agony and then just I'll feel sunburn. I've Googled it. I don't know. I have no answers except fibro. It's just I feel hot. I feel sunburned. I feel like I've I've got heat stroke. And that's how I feel now. Flames. Flames. Flames on the side <laughs> of my face. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. So you're Mrs. White in Clue, basically. Yes, that's me. Flames on the side of my face. No, I get that. I get that, though. That's I'm so tired. That bloody sucks. That sucks, man. That's so, so bad. That's my week. <laughs> yeah, I... I love and respect teachers. And oh, I love too. and respect the work they do. I come from a family of teachers. I have some teaching experience myself. Um, I do think some of the expectations are unrealistic. I don't necessarily think that that is the teacher's fault. Oh, no, it's not the teacher's fault. I think it's more kind of like, I think it's more kind of like school board regulation type bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um, Because like trying to expect the teachers to teach from home also is bullshit. Mm -hmm. And trying to expect kids and parents to be able to facilitate home learning when everyone has different economic circumstances mm-hmm. and health circumstances and just like home circumstances in general. See, like I feel really bad for single parents. Oh, I yeah. feel really bad for people with no money that can't afford the technology. Like it's it's completely fucked. It's a mess. 
It is. And the school this year, this time around, the school said that due to government uh, regulations, they're not allowed to print out booklets anymore. They were doing, last time they were printing out the sheets for people that didn't have printers or access to computers. And now they're not allowed to do that. So I don't know what. That's fucked. That's what we can do short of. Short of, um, I think libraries are closed too. Yeah, so we can't even go to the library. So you can't do it. We could probably, I mean, we could go office works, but I don't really want to go out no. in a pandemic, in a lockdown. Uh, like, God, no. I just, and also it's very close to home. Um, our area is pretty much a hotspot. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to go out unnecessarily. Mm. We could send the kids to school because I think our family falls under, like our situation falls under, um, at risk, not at risk children, but you know what I mean, like um, necessary things. Like, yeah, it, it, like you all can't do it at home, basically. Yeah. But I don't want to send them to school because no. it's a fucking lockdown pandemic and I just, and they don't require masks or social distancing. The teachers now are allowed to, like, uh, have to wear masks. Kids don't. Yeah. And it's like, how can you distance in a school, which has always been my issue with um, the first time around. I kept them home two weeks before they announced the official first Queensland lockdown. I was like, yeah, I'm not sending my kids to school. Um, Yeah. After we painted the rocks and I caught the cat and (laughs) cleaned his paws as much as I could, I went and I laid down in bed and my back was throbbing and my whole body was hot and my whole body was heavy. It felt like I had um, cement instead of blood running through my veins and that it had set and I just couldn't, I felt too big for my body. And I I just started crying when I was texting you before. um, I was actually like crying because I'm just so, everything is so overwhelming for me at the moment. And I know like I've said, I listen to myself and it's like, that's not that much. Like you didn't make the kids do any of the work. So you shouldn't be stressed from that. All you did was paint and then like, but I'm just so, and also sensory shit. I've got them around me all the time. I can't, it's overwhelming. I can't get a break. And I feel like such a whinger, but like, I'm just, oh, no, everything no, is no, too no, much. No, 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 this is great content for our comedy podcast. It's fine. <laughs> let's, uh, you know, I say that with the most love, you know, that like, you know, I'm funny. joking. <laughs> what can we do? That's funny. Oh God, I don't know. Do you want an impression? I don't know this <laughs> Jace, I swear to God, if you try and get around this by doing impressions, I will. I will end this. <laughs> I will end all of this. Why would but no? Um, why look, would you end it over an impression? I just don't understand. I don't know who that's supposed to be. What was that? Who was that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just generic, mm-hmm. generic American. Yeah, generic American. <laughs> Generican. Yeah. That's you when you do a bad American accent. Hey, it's a good American accent. Are you sure about that, Jace? <laughs> oh, mate, surer than I've ever been about anything. <laughs> I feel like you can hear just the... No, like... Oh, you can yeah. hear it in my voice. It's You're just, tired. Oh, I am so you are tired as... Fuck. I've also just upped no, that's my okay. um, upped my lyrica. I'm taking it morning and night and upped the dosage of my mm, lyrica, my meds. meds. And they make yeah, that makes me yeah. tired. The last time I was on this much lyrica, 
um, the doctor was like, how are you walking? You should be asleep constantly. <laughs> but the thing is, it doesn't make me sleep. It just makes me tired. Like I'm still up until one in the morning. I just can't do anything. You just can't sleep. Yeah. <sighs> That's fucked. Meds. Quite frankly, that is fucked. Everything you are going through right now is fucked. I wish I could offer more than uh, words of reassurance and support. <laughs> Sitting down here in my little uh, Sydney Cave. situation where I can work from home and live with one of my best friends. Um, I'm so lonely. But I get like, but that goes to show like I've been in lockdown for a month and I will be in lockdown for another month. Mm. But these are my circumstances. So as much as it kind of sucks for me and I'm not going through a great time mentally, mm comparatively it's pretty good you don't have Whereas a nine if, and eleven year old yeah. constantly asking you for food when you've just fed them and you're lying in bed even though you're, so- you're going through a shorter <laughs> lockdown or you might be who knows at this point like you have so much more to deal with mm. i think a lot of the discourse that i'm seeing online is i'm seeing a lot of people from places that have been in longer lockdowns or had harsher restrictions or whatever being like we had it so much worse Mm. and i'm like look if you are to look at the circumstances out like outwardly purely outwardly Mm. perhaps but there are going to be people that are suffering so much more depending on what's going on in their lives Mm -hmm. In different places, for different lengths of lockdown, different severity of lockdown, whatever. And I'm so sick of all of this infighting and all of this state versus state, city versus city bullshit. When we are, quite frankly, all suffering. Exactly. And we shouldn't be mad at each other and we shouldn't be blaming each other. We should be mad at the fucking government. Let's overturn the government. Oh, You know, it was a fucking struggle for people under what was it 40 50 Mm. to be able to get vaccinated yes unless you had a lot of underlying health conditions uh i'm one of the people that unfortunately even though i do have a lot of chronic health issues it wasn't quite enough so i had to wait until astrazeneca was released for everyone Mm -hmm. i've only just gotten vaccinated a couple weeks ago which is bullshit like we are we're all gonna have different circumstances and we're all trying our best and we're all fucking going through it so i'm so sick of people being like woe is me Mm -hmm. i'm going through the worst time out of anyone like because unless you're gonna sit down and speak to every single one of your friends mm -hmm. and find out their exact circumstances of what they're going through can you really say that Mm -hmm. and i'm also kind of sick of people journalists thinking that it's a hot story to go around and take photos of people doing things that they deem non-essential oh my god i've seen some discourse online about things like bunnings and the Mm. reject shop being being like that's not essential people need to make repairs to their homes brenda reject shop sells cheap groceries Sharon? Extremely cheap groceries, cleaning products, uh, toiletries. Exactly. It's not just... I don't know what people think the reject shop sells because everything in there is pretty much the same as what's in fucking supermarkets. Exactly. Just very, very fucking cheap. Like, that's the whole point of places like that. We buy stuff from the reject shop because it's cheaper than Coles and we don't have that much money. Exactly. Exactly. And I don't fucking care. Who knows it? When I was a kid... I hated people knowing that I didn't have that much money. But fuck it. We are 
barely fucking pulling through, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Exactly. We're behind in rent. We're behind in water bills. We sometimes we get some of our groceries, uh, staples at the reject shop yep. because it's cheaper than Coles. And so the reject shop is a necessity. Mm-hmm. If it shut, we would be spending more money on groceries. It's one of those things where they're basically targeting people that need these things to survive because of their mm. particular situation. Like the thing that shits me about people being like, oh, is Bunnings really essential? Okay, situation. Let me put this forward. Do it. I rent. I don't have a whole lot of disposable income. Mm-hmm. So if, let's say, my toilet breaks, I don't really want to get my landlord to come out. I don't really want to get a repairman to come out. Mm-hmm. If I look at the materials, it's actually cheaper for me to do it. I can do it with some materials mm-hmm. I get at Bunnings and a tutorial I get on YouTube or whatever. Do you want me to go through lockdown with a broken toilet because I don't want other mm. people coming to my house because I don't have the money for other people to come mm-hmm. to my house? I don't have the time for other people to come to my house? Because let's say I go to... Exactly. You do it when you have that small window let's say, to yeah. do things that you need let's to do. Let's say I go to my landlord and they're like, okay, we can send someone out and it's always going to be a weekday and it's always going to be during business hours. Mm-hmm. I work during those hours. And even though you're working from home... Yeah. Doesn't mean that you're available. Doesn't mean that I'm available. I would need to take that time to step away because I'm not letting a strange man I don't know into my home to fuck mm-hmm. around with my plumbing without supervising hey. it. I'm going to want to <laughs> be there. I'm going to want to watch it. Um, so I would need to take that time away from work, which mm-hmm. would result in me losing money. Yep. Whereas if I go and buy tools and materials at Bunnings and do it myself, hey, I'm going to have those tools. I'm going to have, if there's any leftovers of those materials, I'll have those for next time. And also, I'm learning skills. Mm-hmm. I, like, I don't... <laughs> like, it's just... It's just... It's like these people just don't understand what it's like to live mm-hmm. as someone who is in any way disadvantaged. Just exactly. exactly. The one that I saw was... a. Journalist, I was going to say a therapist. I'm absolutely fucking losing it. I'm just so, oh my God. <laughs> Please a don't journalist. go to journalists for therapy. That's a bad idea. Uh, a journalist was in Brisbane doing, I don't know, essential journalist things, I suppose. And they noticed a really long line of people. And the caption was something like, Hundreds of people lining up to get their gourmet croissants. Is that really uh, essential? And when you looked at the photo, all of the people were distanced and all of them were wearing masks. And also, how does she know that all 100, in quotes, 100 people were buying a croissant? A croissant. croissant. How? How does she know that? No, Did she it's, go and it's ask every single yeah. person? And also, what the fuck was she doing walking around? Yeah, I saw that tweet as well. And I think that's awful because, like, one, we need to fucking eat. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, but people need to eat. They're going to a place that's doing takeaway, so they're not going to be sitting smushed Mm -hmm. close together. 
And they're outside. They're outside, which is proven to have low levels of transmission as opposed to being inside together. And also, are we just not allowed to have anything nice? Are we not allowed to have a small luxury of going to pick up a coffee and a fucking piece of banana bread or whatever? Or a gourmet no, croissant? did you know that when we're in like, a lockdown... Oh, we are all treated like poor people. Yeah, because you know poor people mm. aren't allowed to have nice things. No, so now we've just extended that to everyone who's in a lockdown. Yeah, um, we're all treated like second class citizens. Now, look, it sounds like we are getting angry about lockdowns. We're no, not. lockdowns are necessary and uh, important. They are necessary, but the way that people are treating other people for what they're doing during lockdowns, yeah, is is fucked and. What the fuck is with all the police police presence? Increased police presence is what I was trying to say, but it kind of just got muddled up there. But yeah, I don't want to see cops walking around checking people. Like someone that I know got pulled over when they were driving and the cops were asked, they had like a um, an RBT sort of thing set up. So oh people are getting pulled over, but instead of getting breath tested or drug tested, they were checking people's IDs to see that if they were within the 10 kilometer radius that people are allowed to be in and what their purpose was. Oh, what's your purpose for being in the car today? What the fuck? It's not your fucking business. If they're in oh, the I'm car so with the doors shut, yes. driving. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like, and then they had to stop and then they had to open the window and then they had to speak. To a police is, officer, to me, and a from bit... what I've seen, not a lot of them are masking properly, so... Uh, yeah, the nose out. Mm, love that. The nose out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's how they um get their noses uh, accessible for the brown nosing that they do when they stick <laughs> their noses up the government's ass. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <We're gonna> get... <laughs> Cancelled. I mean, look, first of all, um, we're going to have um, whatever media company Carl Sanderlands works for. They're going to be coming after us. And next we're going to have the government. So Fuck yeah, bring it on. I mean, you know, <laughs> baby steps. Please don't. We're getting there. <laughs> <Please don't. laughs> we're getting there. Probably on, we're probably on some sort of list at the moment, some government. Personally, <laughs> like today, I would love to be on a government list. watch list. I think that would be very entertaining and on brand for me personally. <laughs> I think that would be wonderful. Um, but no, you make a lot of really good points. It's completely fucked. And I look, I'm extending my sympathies to everyone who's in lockdown. I'm not going to mm-hmm. sit here and judge people based on what they're going through. I'm not going to sit here and say that I've got it worse or I've got it better or whatever. Personally, mm-hmm. I feel like um, we just shouldn't be, I don't know. I don't want to say we shouldn't talk about it. Because it's important to talk about it. Mm. I don't think we should be comparing ourselves to others. Just mind your own business, Just mi- Yeah, mind your own business. If you have a friend and you guys are talking about your own individual circumstances as two friends who are supporting each other through mm-hmm. what you're both going through, fucking go for it. That's totally fair. You're talking about us when in our little chat? Yeah. <laughs> you are, aren't you? You're talking about our texts. <laughs> but like, but just in general, just in general. But like when you're like fucking putting these hot takes online. Oh, fuck. Twitter's been fucking exhausting since they got rid of fleets. I've had to mute so many words. I've had to mute so many words. And you know me, and I feel like the listeners know me. I'm a very online person. I am mm-hmm. super online. online. I, I, 
I don't know. Um, am I the more... I feel like I might be the slightly more online of the two of us. I'm not sure. I think we're both but, equally online, but in different circles online. Yeah. Yeah. Mine are more horny. Um, you are in the horny <laughs> circles. Which circle of hell is the horny I'm, circle of hell? I'm in the circle of hell where everyone put their tits on fleets the other night um, on Twitter. I'm also there. Did you not see mine? Good. I did. I did. It wasn't my tits, everyone. It was my beautiful, beautiful bottom. You do have a beautiful bottom, Jess. When I say it like that, it sounds absolutely horrible. But it was good. I put it. I put one photo up and I put fair warning. I covered it with, with oh, you're going to get mad at me. I covered it with GIFs. I know. GIF, GIF, don't fight me. I hate, I hate that argument. We just say it however we fucking want to. Shut up. And I put them over the top. I'll just say stickers. I put stickers over the top of my ass. And said, next slide is going to be my ass. I was, I warned everyone because my dad follows me on Twitter and I didn't really. <laughs> I keep forgetting that. Yes. I'm so glad that my family don't have social media. One time I called a fictional character my dad and my dad liked the tweet and then I felt so bad that I texted him and I was like, no, I still want you to be my dad. And he was like, shut up. I don't fucking care. I mean, I, I like that so he. Guilty. I like that he understands that. <laughs> that is so I fucking so funny. Guilty. But I put the warning up, and then my ass up, and I made the mistake of looking at who viewed it. Because okay, everyone for people who don't know, Fleets was like stories, like Instagram stories on Twitter. No one used them because they were no shit. one used it. So they got so rid of. They them. were like, we're gonna get rid of it. And then on the day, the last day. Everyone was like, cool, we're going to post shit in the fleets because it's going to disappear. So people were posting the wildest shit. I saw yep. dick pics. Like, oh, I, people saw, were just... I saw people posting gossip. I saw lots of beautiful nipples and <laughs> asses. I almost said bottoms again. It was like lots of beautiful nipples and bottoms. But no, I, yeah, I saw a lot of, um, I saw more of my friends than I ever have seen. And I've seen a mm. lot of my friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So well, I mean, you you've seen my nudes before, yeah. like because you just see them. I share them platonically. I'm like, hey, is, is this a good nude, guys? Resends like, yeah. me, uh, resends me a package every month of the best nudes printed out. They yeah. go to Office Works, print them out, A4 mm-hmm. size. You know those Manila envelopes that uh, private detectives send out. Yes, with the, with the but cheating it's just photos. my nudes. It's yeah, just it's my just Reese nudes, and I'm like, up. Oh. Yeah. Manila, yeah. Manila envelope, freeze nudes yeah. again. I've got a stack of You pay of them. a monthly subscription. Um, yeah. It's like a Patreon, except yeah. it's just Jace. Jace is the only person that's in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they get my nudes. You can't um, see. Uh, I wish this was a visual podcast because behind me I've got stacked up just probably four years worth of packages about mm-hmm. two centimeters thick just to freeze nudes of the month i've got them all labeled i love nudes of the month it's a yeah, great it's service a, anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly like some people go out and get playboy magazine i just get yeah freeze nudes yeah. of the month it's a great service uh, i encourage you all to sign up um applications are in my dms on twitter um i need 500 dollars a month and you'll get the best news. That's why I don't have any money. Um, yeah, it's actually why, why Jace is poor and so can't hard. take care of their own children. So, you know. Oh, just 500. Like, it's, it is it is a necessity it's, that I have to put 
spend it's an essential service i'd like to think i'm supplying an essential service to the masses and by the masses i mean just jace um (laughs) (laughs) oh but yeah like Twitter Twitter has been wild lately be, uh, in between yeah. nudes and hot takes about lockdown. Just a whole bunch of bullshit. So I posted my ass. <laughs> you kind of got you posted a, your ass. We got a little bit uh, distracted. I posted my ass on Twitter with a fair warning. Mm-hmm. Made mm-hmm. the mistake of looking at who viewed my fleet. Jace. Jace. I'm a writer and... I have a few mutuals on Twitter with some writers who are published, uh, have won awards for their novels, um, and are people that I look up to in the industry and people that I want to work alongside eventually. <sighs> two. Oh no. Two. Oh no. Of these writers oh, <laughs> viewed my fleet. I panicked. I deleted it. <laughs> And then two hours later, I felt FOMO, so I uploaded a different one. Ah! <laughs> I was like, "Fuck it!" Incredible, Fuck it. incredible. I I just put up I put up like a very generic nude, and I actually like this is this is so tame for me. Actually, I'm kind of yeah, it was. I'm kind of disappointed in myself. I'm I'm known as it's kind of something I've seen a million times, and not just in the Manila folders mm. behind me, like on mm. the internet. Like I just put up, I just put up a cute little picture of like it was cute waist up, and I had emojis over my nipples, so it was very cute. It wasn't even that scandalous, um, but I went to check who was looking at it because like I again FOMO. I was like, oh my god, this is so mm. fun. We're all doing this dumb thing. It's gonna disappear from the internet. That's part oh, of our personality yeah. and our disorder <laughs> is that we just so I, yeah. So I did it. And then I check who's viewed it and I'm, Mm-mm. I have, uh, I'm going to say I have about 780 Twitter followers at the moment. Oh, brag it. Jeez. It's not me bragging. I'm explaining what I'm going to say next. Oh, wait, I have probably about the same. Exactly. I think we have about the same. Um, And I looked and it's like viewed by 300 people. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. You only have like 10 more than me, 10 more followers than me. But <laughs> But yeah, I look and it's like, yeah. yeah, viewed by like 300 people. I'm like, oh no. Oh, mm, am I going to regret mm-hmm. this? And I'm scrolling through. I'm scrolling through. <laughs> and mostly it's fine. Mostly it's okay. It's a lot of people I, be, I would consider my friends and a lot of people that follow me that I don't fucking know and don't interact with. So I'm like, whatever. I don't know who you are. I don't care about you. I'm scrolling through this list and I get to this name and I think you know who I'm about to say. Yep, um, it's it's someone that I mutuals with mm-hmm. who was one of my favorite I don't want to say YouTubers. He wasn't a YouTuber. He was Content in a series. <laughs> he was in a series on YouTube that got a lot of attention when I was in my late teens and early twenties that I was a very big fan of. Mm-hmm. Um in kind of the creepypasta realm of things, that's all I'll say. Anyway, he and I somehow became mutuals. Uh, I would call, I wouldn't really call him, I don't know, like, I wouldn't say friend. Maybe acquaintance. friend. Acquaintance. A bit more than an acquaintance. Like, he'll sometimes send me pictures of his dogs and stuff, which That's is a nice. a friend. Like, we've talked. We've, we've talked. Um, 
like there's been a couple times where he sent me tweets and been like haha this is you and I'm like haha thank you that's um, a friend and, and on the inside I'm like this person is talking to me this is crazy um I don't think he's ever going to listen to this if he does hi you know who you are um <laughs> send us anyway, pictures and- of your dog to dyslm pod <laughs> on twitter and instagram dyslm pod at gmail.com <laughs> thank you so I saw that he had viewed it and I immediately had a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Immediately <laughs> had a panic attack because I was like, oh my God, I hope this doesn't change this person's opinion of me. Oh God, what have I done? What have I done? Mm-hmm. Oh Lord, what is, oh my God, this person is married and now they've seen my breasts. And then I thought to myself, I've been mutuals with this person for several years. They've seen the shit that I post on mm-hmm. my main and they still haven't unfollowed me. I think I'm okay. <laughs> I think people were just going through people's fleets. Because uh, they knew what was going on. Yeah, and because they knew what fun. was happening. Like, and honestly, I don't think anyone was genuinely super horny or anything. No, I think we were all was, just having a laugh. That's the thing. It was completely yeah. sexless. It was not a horny thing it was just people were like hey here's my body lol and we were all like yeah you look great amazing yeah lots of flame reactions it was very funny a lot of i i flame reacted to everyone that i actually like as a person you didn't flame Um, react me (laughs) that's because i love you that's different (laughs) um when it first started and I saw that it was happening, I was like, oh, cool. Good for everyone. I'm not going to get involved because it's not really like something that I, that I want to do. I'm not because you're I'm a mother watching. of two and, and you're not that a that grown adult. <laughs> grown adult mothers are allowed to get naked on the internet. Just you're allowed to aside. get naked. I'm just saying you're slightly more mature than I am. Uh, uh, the kind of issue with me was, oh, my dad follows me. Yes, I didn't. That's why the first time I posted the warning. And then I was like, well, I don't think my dad knows how, what fleets are or how to use fleets. I don't think he knows what to press. But anyway, I was like, I'm not going to get involved. I'm not really in the mood. And then probably three hours into it, I was like, "Mm, I would like attention also. I mean, yes. Don't have great boobs, but I do have an okay butt. So I was like, mm, haven't seen a lot of asses on in- on the fleets. So that was my contribute my co- contribution to uh what, contra- what do we call it? Fleet contra butchin. <laughs> contra tutushin. <laughs> Contribution. <laughs> Oh my god! I saw but people yes, tweeting. I saw people tweeting that people were posting hole pics, and I'm like, "Where are the hole pics? I'm not seeing any hole pics." Like, damn. Okay. <laughs> Reem was like, "Who? Tell me what's there at." I'm gonna go and look at the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go look at their fleets right fucking now. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. It was fun though. It was. It was. It was a real sense of um, community. Can mm. I say like, community? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> love um, to be a pillar of the community <laughs> i've always said that about you Thank i said you. is a pillar of the community i would love to have been just an upstanding person- clitizen hey! 
you are on fire today. Here you go. I know. Thank you. <laughs> I would love to be in the uh, in the room. I I, I just want to I just want to know what was going in through the head of the person looking at the stats as to how many people were using fleets. Oh, like fleet usage. <laughs> Because it went from like zero to Twitter 100. HQ must have been popping off that day. Could you like, imagine the interns oh scrolling God. through everyone's fleets? Like, ooh, <laughs> some fucking oh my God, how many year old, eighteen year old Twitter interns have seen my boobs? Oh no! <laughs> oh God! <laughs> no. I'm really sorry I mean, to put that thought in. I mean, your if head. they're over 21, that's fine and call me. But no, <laughs> if you're under 21, no. No, thank you. Uh, you're a child. Um, <laughs> no, no fucking thank you. But it was, it was <laughs> completely crazy. And I really want to know um... what was going on at Twitter HQ that day. Can you imagine? Can you imagine oh. what would have been happening at Twitter HQ that day? Boss, boss, they're, they're posting fleets. Everyone's posting fleets. Oh, oh, are they all, oh, they must all be like, you know, posting about because fleets are ending. That's really nice, you know, like. R.I.P. Like we're retiring the feature, but it's nice that people have come together and, you know, oh, what kind of stuff are they posting? Oh. 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 <laughs> oh, oh, you uh how how old are you? How old are you again? I'm I'm sixteen and a half, so okay, uh, you Leave gonna, the room! Uh, Leave the room! You, you gotta, wait, we need a coffee. Can you go on a coffee run? We need a coffee run right now. Uh fuck. Shit. Can <laughs> we get in trouble for this? Like I I can't imagine. I can't imagine how much would have been going down that day. But you know what? I hope that at least something went down. I'd be really disappointed if they looked at it and they were like, eh. Uh, we're, we're still getting rid of it. I'm picturing the space, uh, NASA, Houston, <laughs> the the room where all the computers are and everyone's working on their coordinates okay, and stuff. Yeah. And you know in the movies where you see the, the rocket launches and everyone's like, yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rocket's in space. Yeah. We did it. <laughs> I'm imagining that, but with like the fleets. So it's just my tits at popping up on a giant screen at Twitter HQ and everyone's yeah. like, yeah! <laughs> Imagine if they put them all up on a big screen and everyone who was over 21 came into the viewing room. <laughs> We're probably all on some sort of list at Twitter as well now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. List of horny people. So we're on the, the Kyle and Jackie O list. Mm-hmm. The government and the list, Twitter list, and then the Twitter list. <laughs> Good, my three Mate. mortal enemies. <laughs> I fucking hate Twitter, but I can't get off it. It's There's so addictive. many cool people on it. It's and... no, it's addictive. It really is. It's addictive. I think it I've is. spoken about this before. Things like Twitter and TikTok, when you're someone like us, and you have that kind of mm-hmm. need for short-term, quick bursts of serotonin validation validation entertainment but you need to be able to scroll because like you're gonna you, you'll see something it will amuse you for mm-hmm. maybe one minute and then you got to move on that's why i love tiktok that's why i love twitter and that's why i'm constantly on both of them even though i am <laughs> old i am constantly on both tiktok and twitter and it like 
I I don't know if it's affecting me positively or negatively at this point. It's a little mm. bit of both. Um, sometimes I'll be working from home. Uh, well, you know, at the moment, always I'll be working from home, but I'll be I'll be working. I'll be sitting <laughs> at my table at my laptop working. My phone is nearby. I try not to be on my phone. But every once in a while, I'll find my brain just kind of slowing down. I'm getting distracted. I'm looking all around. So I'll pick up my phone and I will literally scroll through TikTok for a couple of minutes watch a few things mm. and then I feel better and I can kind of get back to work because I've had that short-term burst of the serotonin and the shit that, or dopamine, whichever yep. one it is. I'll have like a little short-term burst of that and then I can get back to uh, being productive. So in some ways it's good like mm. that. But also there are some nights where I cannot sleep. A lot of yes. nights where I cannot sleep and I need to be on the hell apps. Mm-hmm. I just need to be on the hell apps. The so hell y- you win some, you lose some, I guess. <laughs> Do you ever have the, this moment when maybe you're, you've put your phone down for the night and you're lying mm-hmm. in bed and your brain just goes, I have to delete everything that I posted this day because while I'm asleep, yes. something bad is going to happen. Yes. Like- yes, especially if I've been drinking. Mm. Or if I've had a really emotional day. Mm. So if I've had a really hard day and I've been like posting and being like, oh, mentally ill, I will go <laughs> back and delete all of those tweets. I'll just go and delete them all because I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want a permanent record of that being online. Or if I'm really drunk, I don't want a record of that being online. Like <laughs> yeah. I will just need to delete all of that stuff. I, even on days, as we know, I'm a... Uh, sober Sally uh even on days where I'm not having a mental breakdown a little menti b I I panic I go what have I written can something I've Mm. written be taken out of context I'm asleep for whatever it is five hours and then while I'm asleep and unable to defend myself shit's happening and everything's snowballing and I think that's like the paranoia that comes with perhaps either the anxiety or the BPD or a combination of both. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just panic. I'll, it's, it's a real, uh, like a visceral reaction. I'll feel sick. I'll be like, something bad is going to happen. That's the anxiety, I think. But yeah. Yeah. Even if it's just like, if I post like, man, I love a seeded bread or something like that, which I have posted in the past. I didn't just pull that from my... From my uh, beautiful bottom. Uh, (laughs) I love that your idea of like a post that you get paranoid about is, "Mm, I just, I love a seeded bread. Yeah, that's the thing. And with me, it's like, I love to guzzle cum. I just want semen on my face. Just shit like that. That's what I'll be saying. And then you'll just be like, "Mm, well, um. I think I do like a seeded bread. See, that's the thing. I think I prefer a whole grain to a whole meal. That's why I I feel so fucked. I feel fucked up because Mm. it's innocent. It's something that no one can really be offended by. It's just... Yeah. But my brain goes, what did you post today? Whatever you posted today, you better go back and delete it or check on it or something bad is happening or will happen while you're asleep. And I think that's a lot yeah. of why I can't sleep a lot of the time is because I have yeah. that constant panic that while I am unconscious, something will happen. Yeah. And yeah. I don't like not 
that's why I don't drink anymore. That's why I don't like taking drugs is because I want to know what's happening all the time. And my therapist says it's because I want to protect myself and it's the traumas and, you know. You want to know what bread opinions you're posting. <sighs> Mate, if someone... If someone's going to come at me for liking a seeded bread, I want to be able to defend myself in, in immediately. Hey, look, I'm on your side when it comes to that. I love a fucking seeded bread. I love, like, I Yummy. do actually prefer whole grain to whole meal. Me too. Um, I was being entirely sincere when I was making fun of you. <laughs> but, yeah, no. The paranoia can be a lot. So mm. I swing wildly between the FOMO of like, I want to be online and yes. posting shit online and scrolling and looking at shit online all the fucking time. I swing wildly between that and being like, this is bad for me. Mm. This isn't good. People are looking at what I'm saying and they don't like me. They hate me. This is mm. bad for my brain. I'm hurting myself. What am I doing here? And I can't seem to hit a healthy midpoint. Yeah. I'm um, exactly the same. Yeah. People that I'm mutuals with will notice that every once in a while, I'll just go dead quiet. I will yes, go will. dead quiet with no and explanation. And I have to message Ray and be like, and then Jace has to message me an and be like, "Are you alive? Are you okay?" And I'll be like, "Yes, I'm okay. I just don't want to post right now." And Jace is like, "Could you maybe tell people that you don't want to post right now?" And I'll be like, "No, no, I <laughs> just don't tell me. I don't do care. <laughs> I don't care if other people worry that you're dead." I yeah. want to be in the loop. It's again, the FOMO. Yeah. Please tell me everything that's going on in your brain at all times. Please. As long as you know, it doesn't matter if no one exactly. else knows. You know. They can find out from you know. me because then I will be the, the important one. You'll be one the saviour. You'll be the important one. Yeah. 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 But I, yeah, I, I fully understand what you're saying with that. It's the whole, look at me. I need the attention to survive, but also, oh my God, don't look at me. I don't want to be, I do not exist. Do not exist. Look at me. I need the attention to survive. I am ashamed of needing the attention to survive. Don't look at me. I don't want to be perceived. I hate mm -hmm. myself. I'm a god. Look at me. You need to pay oh, attention yeah. to me yep, now. Yep, yep. It's like, it's all of yeah. that. All of it's it. I think that's another thing is another reason why, other than physically, why we both feel so fatigued all the time is because that mm. is going through our brains all the fucking time. We cannot having, switch it off. Having a personality disorder slash a severe mental illness, it is emotionally tiring. And it's mm -hmm. been proven that that does affect you physically. And anyone who says otherwise is a fucking piece of shit because it does. It does. When your brain is working that hard all of the time, yes. that is going to affect you physically. That's going to tire you out. And emotions can have physical um manifestations that's yes. the word i was looking for like if like there's a reason they call it heartbreak mm -hmm. like going through that level of you loss you can die of a broken heart you can you can feel it you can physically feel it and it affects you and people with the kinds of disorders like like borderline and like really severe depression and anxiety mm -hmm. like that affects you physically because your body and your brain are running at such a fucking high like yeah like processing speed it's like think about a computer overheating all right so like a computer yeah it's a, it's a thinky box you know all the stuff <laughs> goes on in the code and stuff but it still needs the actual physical box to run right 
And if you have too many programs running in your computer, that can overheat it, even mm-hmm. though those programs don't physically exist. They're there in the yeah. hard drive. That's I'm, I'm not very good way. at this metaphor. No, I'm not very good brilliant. at this. <laughs> really? Thank you. The computer is running the programs. That's what's tiring the computer out, running the programs constantly. You need yes. to shut them down, give the computer time mm-hmm. to rest. You That yep. was brilliant, Rhi. I'm really impressed with Thank that. Thank you. Thank like you. It. It's not just because I spend all day on a computer and work with computers for my job. It is very <laughs> funny to me that technically I'm, I am an IT person that knows fuck all about computers. It is very fucking funny to me. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you liked that and that that, that metaphor worked for you. Really I hope good. it works for everyone else. Another <laughs> metaphor, another thing, my... For a while, I was seeing a persistent pain therapist specifically for my persistent pain. Fancy that. Um, <laughs> really? Wow. I know. Actually, you I went to like Bunnings it. and that was my therapy. Um, That's not essential. That's not <laughs> essential, Jace. Um, I, she was saying to me to think of my frontal lobe, which is the one that in the front... <laughs> The one in the front? The I'm so Are you tired. sure? The frontal lobe? It's the one in the front? I'm so Is tired. It? Every time I hear frontal lobe, I think of ears. <laughs> but anyway, she said that in people with chronic pain who have suffered a uh, trauma, whether it's a long-term trauma like child abuse, narcissistic parent or whatever or uh, short-term trauma like a sexual assault lucky me (laughs) both Uh, and she was saying that the brain that part of the brain works so hard to make sure that nothing else can get to the rest of the brain so like the trauma and so she's saying that when you're going through the trauma, that part of your brain is trying to protect you. It's like, she said, it's like a barking dog. So the dog knows that there's something going on that's wrong. And that part of the brain is barking, barking, barking. And that's the pain. And she said that once the trauma's passed, even the dog remembers it and just keeps on barking. So that's why even after you may be out of that trauma, you're mm. still experiencing the physical uh, manifestations as you said before of of that mental trauma and it's because your brain yeah. has been doing such a hard like such a big job of trying to protect you from it that the brain yeah. as we know is what makes things hurt and tells you where the pain is uh it's all coming back to me now and like <laughs> like little bits of what she was saying that's telling you something's wrong that's why you're getting the yeah. pain and that's why the pain won't go away because your brain, even though you're out of that situation physically, mentally your brain is saying, no, we're still in danger. We're in danger. Bark, bark, bark. This is going to hurt. This is going to hurt. This is going to hurt. Help, help, help. So yeah. um, that's what she said. Her job was as a persistent pain therapist was to try and help me get through and sort of retrain my brain to not bark as much. Uh, but then I, I mean, I stopped seeing her. So... <laughs> I do like thinking of you walking your brain around on a leash. Oh, yeah. And just every time it sees a person that, like, it, it's a bit, like, wary about, your brain just fucking goes off barking at this random dude on the street. I'm going to take my brain to pride on a leash. 
Do not kink shame my brain, please. <laughs> Do not kink shame my brain. It belongs at pride. Hell. Oh my god. No, that I do like that. I think that's that's a good way to think about it. Our brains are dogs and computers. Mm-hmm. And wet ham Ooh, and slushies. Add it to the list. <laughs> we do have quite at this point a long list of we do have quite a list of uh, things that are brains now, which I like. And I also uh, like that we've never described our brain as a brain. No, well, it's very hard to talk about your brain as a brain unless you're a neurologist. True, you know, we're just the average Joe. Just talk about what I you say. Know. Average. We're just the severely mentally ill Joe. <laughs> <laughs> like we're just trying to talk about this about like people that don't have that training you know we're not therapists but we've been in therapy Mm-mm. so we can take things that therapists have told us and try and help others with that and try and help ourselves with that but at the end of the day you know we're not brain doctors we're not mind mm-hmm. people we're just people that know some things so of course we're going to use metaphors like I've always found metaphors and allegories and that kind of thing It's the easiest way for me to get ideas across. It always has been. And some people have gotten shitty at me. They're like, you always do this. And I'm like, it's just the easiest way for me to describe things to like, because there are common things that everyone knows and you can compare Mm -hmm. concepts to those common things. And it's easier to get it out. That's how our brains work. That's how we prefer to receive information. Mm. So that's how we give the information out to other people. Love a good metaphor. Clinically, I'm like, I'll zone out if someone starts talking to me in technicals and I yes. have to use even one tiny little bit of that barking dog yes. to think about what they're saying. Nah, they're, the wall goes up. I'm like, bleh, don't know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Not going to try and figure it out. But if you say it to me poetically, I guess. In a way that's, that's going to stimulate works. your imagination. Exactly. I need to that works. see it. That works. I want to see it. It's, it's stimulating to your imagination and it's also very simply explained in terms of concepts and ideas that are kind of broadly cultural that most people know so it's a very Mm -hmm. easy way for people that struggle with that to to take those ideas in and take that advice in and to understand those concepts so that's one of the reasons why I use metaphors and shit all the fucking time is because it's the easiest way for me to take what's in my brain exactly and have it come out my mouth I was the other week, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, because as we like to say on this podcast, time isn't real. I was going time through. Time isn't fucking real in lockdown. A bit of. Or just at all. A uh, grieving period for someone. Um, I didn't really want to talk about it back then. Yeah. Um, but I was grieving the loss of someone. And yeah. the way that I was describing how I was feeling to people, people like you and other, some other friends that I um, sort of that asked me what was wrong when I was on <laughs> on Twitter, being all mopey, like, no one's allowed to die. Um, <laughs> I, the people who asked me if I was okay and to you and everything, the way that I described how I was feeling, it wasn't like, oh, I feel sad or I feel empty. Um, I took notes because I was like, maybe I can turn these into poems. Um, I said to someone, I want to be wrapped up in bandages really tightly, only with a nose hole to breathe out of. And then I want to take a long, long nap. That's how, that's how I felt like, that's what I wanted. I just wanted to be squeezed. And that's, and that was the best way for you to talk Mm -hmm. about that. And then I said, put that out there as an idea. Exactly. 
And he said, uh, earlier I felt like someone had scooped out all my insides and I was empty and now I feel like they've put them all back but in the wrong spot. And that was like my way of talking about how I was being affected by this loss. I can't be normal. People are like, you don't have to be that extra. I can't. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I do have to be that extra because that's how... That's how I communicate with people. Exactly. How I'm feeling. It's the easiest way for you to do that. And maybe it's a bit extra for people who don't really care when they say, are you doing okay? But I find that when I ask someone if they're okay, I genuinely want to know what's going on. Like, I want to know how they're feeling. And it's never a burden because I don't want them to keep it all bottled up if I didn't care I wouldn't ask and I I know that not everyone is like that Mm. (laughs) no that makes sense that makes sense no it's a bit of a sad one isn't it not exactly a joke joke heavy episode when we're finishing Mm. uh I'll finish it off with a story so we can just Mm. be serious it's just stick stick with us friends (laughs) please don't leave us (laughs) We don't like that. Well, I I do need to finish this one off soon. Um, So did you say that you had a story? Right. Uh, I love a story. I love a Jay story. I will tell you the story of the Easter Island uh, trinket. Oh, my God. This sounds like a murder mystery. I'm down. (laughs) The story of the Easter Island trinket. Those of you who know me, I am Chilean, half, I guess, but I identify, that's my main identifier. I was born in Australia. My dad, my auntie, and my grandparents came over from Chile, and they um, stayed in Villawood. Go on, say it. You want to say something? No. Okay. I have nothing you- to say. Okay, sorry, you look like Except you that to your dad's something. hot. Sorry. Oh god. Everyone <laughs> thinks my dad is hot. He is though, he's he really looks, hot. If you've seen uh Jane the Virgin and you know of the character Rogelio, he he looks like him. Yeah. And kind of <laughs> acts a little bit like him as well. But <laughs> everyone says it. Every time I post a picture with my dad, they're like, Oh my god, he looks like Rogelio. And I'm like, oh, he does. He really does. Actually, I actually have his uh, contact photo in my phone. It's a picture. <laughs> it's not a I picture of that. my father. It's a picture of Rogelio. Uh, but yes, so they came over. You're very from Chile. proud of and connected to your Chilean identity. Yes, and I love that's, that. That's who I am. Uh, that's I'm Australian. Yes, but I yeah, I'm very very yeah. Mm. On Easter Island, there is the uh, the heads. The heads sticking big out. Big heads. And, yeah. Big heads. Yeah. My Love them. family brought home this wooden sort of uh, statue thing shaped like an Easter Island head. That's it. And that was put on the mantelpiece. And that was there for, gosh, as long as I can remember. As far back as I can remember, that thing was sitting on the shelf. Yeah. When my mum and dad split up, he left... <laughs> Reese giving the finger. He left everything at the house, pretty much. Like he let my mom have everything. Uh, <laughs> there's 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 a, a pretty fucked story to go with that, but it's mm, that's a story for another day. This is the lighthearted story. This is not the 
fuck you story. So he left everything there. And then when my brother moved out, he decided he wanted to take that little statue because it was such little. It's probably maybe 30 centimeters, 25 centimeters tall. Yeah. And it was like a light wood. Yeah. And it was such a huge part of our childhoods that he wanted to take that because it's something that we saw every day and he wanted that in his own house. So when he moved in with my dad, because there was, uh, God, I have to say it now, there were some issues with, uh, he was living with my mum in an apartment she bought with the money that she got from the house that I grew up in. She sold that house. Yeah. My brother was there living with her, paying rent. And uh, then she met a man sold that apart, that little uh, townhouse and moved to Byron Bay. So my brother had to find a new place to live. He didn't have much time. So my dad and stepmom said, come live with us. We'll convert the bottom level of our house. You can live with us, have your own space. He's moved out now. He has a wonderful partner. I digress. Yeah. Uh, so when he moved in with my dad, he brought all of his stuff, brought the uh, Easter Island trinket and set it on his his mantelpiece and it was there for I don't know how long he was doing something on his computer my dad comes down to see how he's going spots the Easter Island head and says oh that's where it went I didn't I, I didn't know what happened to it after I left it's really good that you've got it uh do you know what it is and my brother was like it's a wooden statue my dad was like hold on a sec he takes off the head, he takes off the back and he pulls something out of the inside, attaches it to the back and then presents it to my brother. Mm. This wooden trinket that was sitting on our family mantelpiece for, I'm going to say, 21 years. Yeah, yeah. All that time was a bong. It was a bong all that time and nobody knew. Like my brother and I did not know. And it took my dad opening it up and being like actually taking it apart and reassembling it into You guys had a bong in part of place on your mantelpiece for God knows how long. You had a fucking bong. Yes. Yes. This is just cementing how much I fucking love your dad. He is a sick guy. Your dad's the best. My oh dad my is so God. cool. That is my dad incredible. Is really funny. <laughs> the Easter Island bong. Oh. Yes, the Easter Island bong. And it was... <sighs> it's just like, yeah. Oh, gosh. That fucking My rules. dad's really funny. No, that's amazing. He's a bit of a prankster as well. He's just a... Think of mm-hmm. like... Not a giant child because he's very... Uh, well, he is a giant child. He's a giant brown yeah. man child. And there was one time I was in my room listening to one of my heavy metal albums or whatever it was that I was like, had all the way up. I was just listening to it, lying in bed, flicking through a magazine as I did when I was a teenager. Yeah. And then my, my record player turned off. I was like, oh, fuck. So I got up, turned it on again, and I lay back down and it was all good and then turned off again. So I got up again, I turned it back on. And I laid down, and just as I laid down, it turned off again. I was like, fuck. So I was like, great, my dad, he's a handyman. I've got to get him to fix it. Something's wrong. I'm like, oh. So I opened the door to tell my dad 
dad, you got to come and help me. My record player's not, like my CD player's not working. Open the door. My dad is crouched on the floor in front of my door with the remote to my CD player. <laughs> he was, <laughs> I look down he looks up at me and he's like just grinning. <laughs> he had the remote under my door and was turning it off every time oh I went God. to turn it on. Just oh to fuck with God. me. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's the kind oh, of person my dad is. Best. He's the best. Oh my God. Oh. I love that. That's incredible. I've got so many great so memories cool. with him. I feel really I feel fun. like we spend a lot of time on this podcast talking about how cool my mum is. I don't mm. think we spend nearly enough time talking about how cool your dad is because he's up my there. He's awesome. like on the same level as Wendy in terms of being my a cool dad, parent. Any time that we had something to do in the city, my dad would always drop us off and yep. then bring us home. Yeah, he no, he was the best. Up. Yeah, he. I remember he took us to see, what was it, Bill Bailey? Yes, he we went and saw Bill Bailey Bill at the Bailey. State Theatre. Yeah. Yeah, he dropped us that off. He time. came and picked us up. And yeah, so he didn't take the train. And we were like little teenage babies. So I was freaking out because like I just wasn't used to doing things like that. Mm-hmm. And now, ironically, I live pretty much in the city. <laughs> <laughs> How but far we lived, we've come. The way that we would have had to take, we would have, we took two trains if we had yeah. to get into where you live now. Yeah, we would have take to take two, two trains. trains. Yep. Like there was a change pain. at Strathfield or Central mm-hmm. and continue on. Fucking so pain in the ass. It was a massive pain. But <laughs> yeah, my dad was always happy to uh, drive us and take us to concerts, take us to stand-up comedy shows. Um, yeah, it was really – he was a good Absolute dad. He legend. still is. He still is and a good dad. Um, I can't get over the bong. I can't get over the fucking bong chase. <laughs> I love that. Can we please we get a picture know. of the bong? I need I'll a try. picture of it. I'll see if Adrian, my brother, can send one. But yeah. I don't know if he's <laughs> done with it. If he's still, He probably still has got it. It might be in storage. I don't know because he's moved out now. He's in a little apartment with his lovely partner who I adore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I fucking hope he still has it. I really Me fucking too. hope he still has that it. That can be our oh mascot. <laughs> the Easter Island bong. <laughs> We should do reproductions and sell them as merch. Incredible. Incredible. Add it to the list of merch ideas. Our yep. list of merch ideas is a fucking foot long at this point, which oh, is mate. amazing. But it's Jace, gonna be good. I yes, um so even though mm-hmm. I, oh god, I haven't done much this week, have I? Even though I posted my boobs on Fleet <laughs> and one of my favorite online personalities slash friends has now seen them. Uh, and I'm fucking mortified. Do you still like me? This has made me like you even more. <laughs> Which I didn't you. think was possible. Thank you. I'm feeling very, very cool and dangerous right now. You know, just fucking Ooh. getting out there, doing things that could jeopardize my life and career. You know, love that Ooh. for me. <laughs> Ray. Yes, Jace. Even though... Lockdown is kicking my ass one week in. My cat stepped in paint. My kids haven't done any of the coursework. And uh, they've had fairy bread for lunch three times in a row. Do you still that like me? Rules. That fucking rules. Of course I still like you. I wish I had fairy bread for lunch. That's sick. I'm going to have fairy bread for lunch tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> 
As always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at at D-Y-S-L-M pod. You can find my Twitter at Remansel. You can find Jace's Twitter at Jace Cordova. I believe we both have the same handles on Instagram at the moment. Uh, um, mine is Jace.Cordova. Jace.Cordova. has my handle. I'll kill them. And you can <laughs> send us love letters, uh, questions, comments, and death threats to DYSLMPod at gmail.com. It has been a pleasure speaking to you again, Jace. You too. I was just about to add, just because fleets are gone doesn't mean you cannot send us your boobs and your butts. Please send nudes. Send nudes. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to press stop on that one.